I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will, will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. The words of a king, Martin Luther King, but actually in a sense, the words of another king, Yosef, the de facto ruler of Egypt, was a king. He was a master of self-control. And in this day, Yosoid Sheb Yosoid, the full expression to the maximum of Yosef, resisting temptation, this is Yosef's day. He was a man who knew how to interpret dreams. He could sift dreams from delusions. Ask yourself, do you do that? When you look at the dream that Yosef interpreted of Paroi versus the other interpreters, what was it that made Paroi sit up and listen to Yosef? Paroi knew that as a king, Leiv Melochem Yad Hashem, the dreams of a king are pertinent to the whole country. So, no, it wasn't about seven daughters. That would be too personal. When he starts speaking about the seven cows, the seven sheaves of corn, potentially, actually, the cows is a potential link to Yosef himself, the bull. But when he's speaking on a national level, Yosef is able to cut through the thickets and find the clarity. That's Yosoid Shebisoid, the Hanhoga of the day, the actions of the day. Make a plan of how you want to resist those negative things, overcoming things that are difficult to. Make a plan and share it with others. That's Yosef to be fruitful, to produce for the next generation. Be a tzaddik like Yosef. Do for others and see them in a good light like we spoke about yesterday, together with our own. The idea of seeing the good in people, being clear about it, having clarity. It's interesting that it's also the Kinyan of the day. Again, the lave, the heart in, in action. Be clear, orderly and prepared in your learning. Think how Yosef prepared himself before he saw Paro. He was clear and orderly when he came in front of Paro. Yosef, the paradigm of Chain, he had that charm, he had that charisma, but none of those words in English does justice to the Hebrew word. We express that the Chain, the word Chain is the letters Ches and Nun, the eight and the fifty, above the natural order, the cycles of seven. Eight is above that, and fifty is one above seven lots of seven, like the seven cows, the seven sheaves of corn. Being above nature, being above that which is petty, allows him to see through to what is real. We spoke about the man in the middle of the maze who can stand on a platform and see clearly now what others cannot see. Yosef could see through the superficial. We brought the idea yesterday about looking through a window, which if it's dirty on the inside, looks as though everything else outside is dirty. Clean the inside and you're fine. Yosef looked through a clean lens because he was 
Tahir inside. He was a tzaddik gomor. He looked through a clean window, so that gave him clarity and also meant that people loved him. He owned Chain. Chain was his. If you would say in Hebrew, Chain Loi, that was his. Chain Loi, same letters as Chaloin, a window. And perhaps, just perhaps, that's the secret why he was this interpreter of dreams, because a dream in Hebrew is a chaloim, ches lamed vov mem, very etymologically similar to chaloim, a window, because yes, like eyes we spoke about, dreams are a window to the soul. The Gemara tells us that it's meant to be a 60th of nevuah, of prophecy. Again, long, long time before modern-day psychoanalysis, Jung, eat your heart out. The brothers called him already Baal HaChaloim, the master of dreams. He had dreams. He interpreted dreams. Paro himself says, Hanimsa Kazer Ishasher Ruach Elikim Boy. Is there any man who could be found like him who has the spirit of Hashem inside him? He calls him Sofnas Paneach, the revealer of hidden things. Of course, within that, though, is an inherent danger, as we said, with regards to Chaim. And with regards to yesterday when we spoke about the beauty of Greece, the beauty of, of Yovon, Baal HaChaloimos, his brothers call him, the master of dreams, Mephoshim, the commentaries point out that Baal also happened to be the name of the chief deity of the, the Mesopotamian area. Baal, the Avodah Zorah, the idol at the time, meaning master, Baal HaChalom is master of dreams, but the idea, as we said, is it's self-serving. It's manipulative. There's a suggestion of subversion by the brothers. Ah, oh, he's saying these dreams, he wants us to bow down to him. And yeah, he does get the top job in Egypt after advising Parrot about his own interpretation. So yeah, there is that fine line. But, but, Yosef does not take the credit. And that's the point. He says, as we've mentioned a number of times before, Bilodai, it is not through me. It is only through Hashem. This is the tikkun. This is the this is the perfect picture of the tzaddik gomor, the total tzaddik. He says, it's totally not me. It is not me. This is his butler's totally self, total self-abnegation in front of Hashem. Tevekus being just one with Hashem. It's all him. It's not me. That is what we're doing during the Oimah. The seven weeks of seven days, he talks about seven cows, seven sheaves of corn. I noted, I just checked this up just a few minutes ago, during that conversation with Paroi, the word Elohim, which is who Yosef ascribes everything to, is mentioned, unsurprisingly, seven times. Now, if it ended there, it wouldn't be enough, because we wouldn't have the total tzaddik. Famously, the Kuzari, in his Sefer, where he retells the story and the conversation between King Bulan and the philosopher, the scholars of Christianity and Islam, and finally, Rabbi Yitzchak Asangu, representing the Jewish nation. A philosopher, and this is how the story begins, after the Kuzari had, a, had this disturbing dream a few times, an angelic being had said to him, your thoughts are pleasant, but your actions are not. The philosopher said, ah, join the philosophers. The philosopher's um, creed knows no murder or manslaughter. But King Bulan didn't like it. He said, it's not enough. I said, it says my actions aren't good. 
and they're not pleasant, and not doing enough. It's not enough to dream or even to interpret. To be real, you need to be able to act, to bring to fruition. That's a positive channeling of desire, positive channeling of producing the next generation of all the things that potentially can go wrong when we talk about the middle that Yosef represents. Be real and bring to action in a positive way. It's an incredible story, which I'm sure many of you know. It's a beautiful story. The Ponovich Arov, he had been abroad collecting for his yeshiva. He had never stopped in all of his, in all of his travels. He, um, in the First World War, had made a point of playing chess with a high-ranking German officer and because of that relationship, managed to get 900 people um, to be set free. But this time round in the Second World War, he was stranded. He was 60 years old. He was in B'nai Barak looking at a hill. And he says, perfect, I'm going to rebuild Ponovich Yeshiva. And people laughed at him. Well, yeah, you're going to rebuild this. You know, they're, all, they're gone. They're dead. And he told his plans to other people. The chief rabbi at the time, no less, Rav Herzog, said to him, beautiful, but you're dreaming. The Ponovitcherov said to him, yes, I might be dreaming, but who says that I'm sleeping? Just realises the Ponovitcherov was someone who acted. He didn't just dream. What was his name? His name was Rav Yosef Shlomo Kahaneman. He was someone who really, really understood that, yes, you can be a daydream believer and make it real.